At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is a Malshaw Big Friday program. Nigel Seeley, top tennis and soccer handicapper, is going to join us. He just did a seminar here in the Circus Sportsbook. He'll be on set from 15 after the hour to 45. We'll talk to him about tennis in the second segment, soccer in the third. Amal, of course, tennis action going on in Europe this morning, both the men and the women. But full slate of games in Major League Baseball. Everybody's back after those kind of weird double headers they had yesterday. Not a lot of energy in the book. I sat through it here. Nobody kind of got into those games, even though it was Yankees, uh, Yankees and Astros yesterday. Uh, so I want to start out with the game Derek Stevens will be at tonight. He flew into New York. We'll be sitting with uh, Mr. Cohn tonight. Uh, Padres at the Mets. UU Darvish against Mad Max Scherzer. Great pitching matchup to open this series at City Field. Scherzer, a dollar eighty favorite with a total of seven. It's not often I say this, but I'm surprised the Mets are this cheap. Them all. Yeah, I, you, you wait. Well, Darvish is, I mean, coming in with a pretty good number in terms of ERA. But you're you're saying this is low at one eighty? I I think Scherzer should have been two dollars today. And Aaron, baseball where we we see about a third of the games that are two dollars or more. The Maha Amal, I keep telling you, they don't hit. They no, just don't hit the ball. I, I saw the six, the overnight total went from six and a half to seven. Yeah, uh, I took a shot with the under seven. I thought this would be a good play here. Well, do you ever get involved in betting team totals like here, Padres two and a half? Uh, if there are options at the uh, if the opportunities there, but I'm not a big fan of that because yeah. with these two pitchers tonight, one of them is capable of throwing a four hitter. And so I, I would rather just kind of go with the uh, cumulative total as opposed to the individual team, unless I see a number that's kind of skewed. You know, in the playoffs in hockey, you'd see this. And I thought there was better advantages there than there might be here. That's on the run line tonight. I'm all uh, lay the run and a half plus 120. Thought about it, uh, especially with Darvish. Uh, he's given up five homers in two of his last three starts. But before that, he's only given up six homers in, I think, uh, 15 starts. So he hasn't really been... Uh, problematic with the long ball here, but uh, if you can keep Pete Alonso at bay, I think their chances are pretty good at slowing that offense down a little bit. Okay, American League East. The Blue Jays open the series in Boston against the Red Sox. Kevin Gausman for the Jays. Nathan Ivoldi for the Red Sox. Red Sox right now looking at the outside end of the playoff picture with Seattle winning 14 in a row before the break. The Red Sox would be the odd man out in the American League East. The Jays and Gaussman, a $1.25 road favorite them all with a total of nine. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. Uh, I was looking at Gossman here in this one, but not going to touch it. 
And if anything in Boston, I would play a run line on the Blue Jays. I, I like that a lot. But um, I, I'm higher on Gaussman than you are. I know you definitely. Not- <laughs> um, but this is this will be a game where Gaussman will be better. I I I think you got to fade Gaussman when he's that. Against the Orioles, he's a 250 favorite, yeah, 280. There. There's where you take a stand against him. I think in a game like this where it's a more even line, I just stay away from the game. Yeah, I, listen, Nathan Avaldi last start in the Bronx gave up uh, just the three earned runs, six hits. By the way, thanks uh, part, in part to Jackie Bradley Jr., who made a tremendous catch in center field. Uh, Ivaldi didn't look particularly good. I'm not a big Nathan Ivaldi guy. So for me, sometimes, and I know we all have our players that we like or we don't like, and I think Ivaldi's a guy that... I like in certain situations when you're facing the Royals, but not in this spot. Ivaldi's a guy who five years ago I would have thought it would be better today. Really? With the stuff that he had coming out yeah. and how hard he could throw. He tried to make him into an ace, but he's not. When you, when you say, give me the best 10 aces in baseball, Ivaldi's never in that. Like maybe 15, maybe well, 20, think, maybe you 20. You really think he, if you said top 20 pitchers in baseball, if you just. Aces. Asked, I'm eliminating some because you can't use Wheeler and Ola. 20 different aces, so it only can be one per team. Well, you know, listen, most wow. most people have, a, you know, three of diamonds pitching for them on the third, uh, every fifth day. Amal, you've told us for a week now that the biggest series would be at Cellular yeah. One, the most important series of the weekend, and it starts tonight between the Guardians and the White Sox. Cal Quantrill for Cleveland, Nicholas Giolito for the Sox. Giolito, Amal, $1.50 home favorite here to open this series with a total of eight and a half. Well, hold on one second. Let me, let me clarify, because I, there's major bias built into this. I've got the Twins to win the Central, so that's why it's a big series for but, me. But it is. I said it, that it series to end it. Yeah. To end there was the big, and then to come out of here, the, the White Sox at Minnesota, and now to open up the second half. It's very, because this is one of the few races that's really isolated. Yeah, I, I think, what do we have, realistically, three races? The, the NL East? Both Central Divisions and the NL East. Yes, correct. Okay. And so in this one, I, I look at a four-game set. You got Cease, who's been the best pitcher in the American League for the last 10 starts. Even the, um, What is it? 10 or 11 starts of one earned run or less? Is that what you quoted? 10, me? yeah. And yeah. seven of those, he's given up zero earned runs. Yeah. While leading the league in strikeouts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but I, I look at this one. The price has come down, and rightfully so. I thought it was a little bit too high on the opener at 160 right now, down to 150 with Giolito. I know you're not a big Giolito guy. I think this guy is still very capable. Cal Quantrill's a guy to me. I look at him and Bieber, even Plesak. Nobody has pitched at a level that they're capable of, I think, from Cleveland's perspective. Quantrill's, Quantrill's probably been their most consistent pitcher, but yeah. against teams that make good contact, like the Dodgers, they bat him around, right? You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's got to have swing and miss teams. Um, White okay. so- I was just going to say real quickly, White Sox uh, got to him uh, twice for four earned runs in six innings, twi- two starts. Okay. Um Astros sweep Yankees, and now they get to travel to the Pacific Northwest to take on a Mariners team that has won uh, 14 games in a row here. So the scheduling spot, uh, Amal, absolutely favoring the home team. Uh, Astros are going to send Jose Urquidy to the mound against uh, Mario Gonzalez for the Mariners. The Strohs up from minus 115 on the overnight to minus $1.25 with a total of 8.5. Here's the question I have coming into this matchup. Do you believe that the Astros, having played two games yesterday, benefits them coming into tonight, having already gotten back off the All-Star no. break? Or I don't because they had to travel, and I, I know they didn't use— they used, like, their full roster yesterday, yeah. right? They played a guy's one game, this game, that game. I still think, though, Seattle getting to, to sit and rest and be at home um, and not having everybody at the All-Star game either— I think this is a, a tough scheduling spot for Houston, and I would look at taking plus a dollar five with the Mariners here. Um, yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I, I like Seattle as a home dog. Winners of 14 in a row. But I, I have to say, honestly, that 14-game streak, is it's almost like the season ended. This much time off, I think you put that in the rearview mirror. I don't think it has anything to do, do with today, considering what happened was last on Sunday. Okay, interesting point. Uh, Giants at Dodgers game two of the series. What an interesting game last night. Whew. Giants defense reared its ugly head again. Dodgers get out to a 5-0 lead. Somehow the Giants score five runs in the seventh inning to tie it up, take the lead in the eighth, and then the Dodgers in the bottom of the eighth uh, score four, capped by a Mookie Betts three-run homer to win and cover the run line. I got to give our credit to our producer, Britton Hess, who started telling us in the afternoon yesterday as this line went from 160 to 115 in the Dodgers. You mean to tell me on a game with five days the bookmakers don't have this number right? It could be this wrong? With all this Giants money, Rodone, in fact, was favored in the first five market. It was very funny here. At circuit close, Giants for the game plus 115, Giants first five minus 115. Dodgers win first five, 
First five goes over, Dodgers win and cover the run line, and the game goes over. So all credit to Britain there. Yeah, absolutely. And he said to us, he goes, the four is, he goes, I'm telling yeah. you, this thing's going over. It was at yeah. five nothing by the bottom of the yeah. third. But um, I, I was a little bit surprised by the move. And Britain and I were talking before the show today. I said there's only three pitchers in the National League that the Dodgers could potentially be a home dog against. And I don't even include Burns in that category. That's a healthy DeGrom, Scherzer, or Sandy. Yeah, and I don't even think they'd be a home dog to Sandy as well as he's pitched. Yeah, because the I think Marlins it's the other offense, two. Yes, yeah, I think yeah, it's the true. other two with the Mets is the yeah, only two. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, and, and Burns is probably they're probably a dollar thirty home favorite. That, that's yeah. exactly. And, and I, I said to him, depending a, on who they pitch, obviously affects the number. Sure, but uh, but with this Dodgers offense and what they're capable of, I thought Burns last night was, was a pick with Rodon in San Francisco. Yeah, think about that. He's certainly going to be a dog Do- to the Dodgers. Absolutely, great point. And you know, when you look at this Dodgers team, to you, the point you brought up, they score five nothing, they blow the lead, Ruff hits the grand slam. But give this team credit, 6-5. So many other teams we see fold in those situations. Dodgers come out, potential MVP, Mookie Betts, three-run homer. Bickford is the reason they got back into the Bickford yeah. faced three guys, didn't get anybody out. Put Vesci in a tough spot, and then uh, he grooved that pitch, and they hit the grand slam. I think the most interesting game of the night happens in Atlanta, where Shohei Otani and the Angels take on Charlie Morton and the Braves. I talked with Mitch and Paul as they were in the audience for the Nigel Seeley seminar about this game. There's a lot of angles here, Maul. Otani now off of his seven days, now on nine days because of the All-Star break. Uh, I assume he'll be a Friday night pitcher the rest of the year. Uh, Morton we saw last time out. Scott Seiderberg, uh, who hosts the look-ahead, used the, the fate of the uh, reverse run line when we had our pentathlon against Morton with the Mets and Bassett, and that came in. Morton, not the pitcher he once was. Otani's been unbelievable his last six starts. Otani here... This number's come down a bit. Overnight, Morton was $1.55 down to $1.45. I looked at Otani first five of them all. It's, he's around plus 105. I hate this Angels bullpen. And you know Otani is only going to go maybe six. Doubtful he really gets into the seventh, especially in Hotlanta on the road. But here's Otani facing a real lineup again. Remember his two times he's pitched in Yankee Stadium the last two years has not gone well for him. Total on this game is seven. So many different angles of them all. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think this is going to be an interesting game. I don't like the way Charlie Morton is pitched. Um, I would actually be looking at the dog here. I think the way Otani's been dominant, y- you have to consider him strong. He last start against the Mets. You mentioned it, five earned runs for him. But um, Charlie hasn't been quite as uh, consistent. Now, he did better in the previous starts. That had several starts where he'd given up two earned runs. But I still think this uh, Angels team in a hitter-friendly ballpark against a pitcher who's been inconsistent I think there's an opportunity there, plus 125. When you look at Otani's numbers, Mike, we talked about Dylan Cease. I mean, Otani's been right there with him over the last uh, several weeks in terms of what he's been able to do. Otani now the favorite over Judge in most, uh, at most books in the AL MVP market, somewhere between $1.10 and $1.20. If Otani goes six and strikes out 10-plus, holds the Braves to one or two earned runs, and the Angels win, this number tomorrow will be $3 a mall. I don't know if it jumps that much, but I, I think at least probably uh, $2. Went from to plus 550 to now being the favorite over the course of five starts. Uh, it's a little extreme, but this is a big stage for him, like I said, against a real lineup on the road. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything we have to offer from now through the end of the month. Adam Burke every single day on Major League Baseball, Michael Lombardi preseason NFL coverage, and great articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. Starts with a daily email. At 9 a.m. Pacific time of our best bets includes Point Spread Weekly on Wednesdays and a live video stream on demand. $19 through the end of the month at vcin.com slash summer. Up next, the great Nigel Seeley in studio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the segment of Odds On presented by Zen. Nicotine Pouch is the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. The Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that help millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet, so my ex-wife did it. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take the first step forward toward change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength at the right time, the right flavor. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to Odds On. Mike Palm with the Mall Shot. I'll tell you what else is addictive. Listening to this man, the great Nigel Seeley, soccer handicapper, tennis handicapper, former bookmaker, media member. You've seen him everywhere. Follow the money, Pat McAfee. You read him in the London Times, wherever he's been writing. <laughs> Welcome to the show. First time on with Amal and I, Nigel. Thank uh, you. All the things I wanted to do, it's a, a life goal now is achieved, Mike. Uh, I, I said you wanted to play Vegas, but I, you know now this is it now. Being on this show has is, 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 is ticked every box on well, a dream trip. Yeah, you said when you said that that was a powerful statement, uh, Nigel, when you were on with Stormy and Sean King on Follow the Money yesterday, when you said you told your dad who was director of trading at Ladbrokes back when they were the biggest bookmaker in the world. One day you'd play Vegas, and, and today it, it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I thought I would be uh, I thought I'd be singing at the MGM, but uh, still talking <laughs> to English Premier League futures at the EPL is, is better than that. The majority of my betting dollars are on soccer. The majority of Amal's are on tennis. So we're going to hit both those sports while you're lovely, here because, because you do both as well, and we're going to start this first segment with tennis. Amal, you have the honors, sir. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit right now going on in Hamburg and, of course, Gestad. Uh, we've seen kind of Dominic Team uh, come back on the clay, starting to bounce back into form. And then um, Matteo Berrettini barely escapes. I don't know if you had an opportunity to see what happened today against Pedro Martinez of Spain, but uh, I know you have a play on uh, Musetti to win the tournament at 80-1. to He takes care of Davidovich Vecchino comfortably today. Mm. What did you like about him, and how do you like his chances going forward in this tournament? There's still an opportunity there. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of Mazzetti a few years ago, yeah. and um, I thought he, I, I penciled him as a player. I thought could win, the, uh, potentially do well in a French Open. He's, he's a clay court player, uh, and then he burst on the scene. And it, it, I think it was two years ago in the French Open, wasn't it, when he played Djokovic? Yeah, and he took two sets to love up against Djokovic, and uh, just realised we're at the moment where he's at, and he and he didn't, and he, he, he capitulated. But I was always, gonna, I thought he's a potentially a, a real world superstar, but he um, he had problems with injuries, problems with confidence. And he's never, it was never rated to one shot in that draw. That draw right. was obviously very heavily weighted in favour of uh, the tournament favourite in, in, in um, Alva, Al, uh, Carlos Alvarez. Yeah. But uh, at the bottom half, I thought that uh, he was potentially the man who could come through. So I didn't think he was massive value to win the tournament because if he gets to the final, he's probably going to be a 7-1 to one dog, 8-1 to one dog if he plays the number one seed. But I thought at 40s to make the final, the bracket he was handed was a, was a great play. There was two or three we bet, but in weak draws, in tennis draws, I, I love betting 
players at big prices. Last week, last week um, we we did a podcast which we do every week on on Bet Rivers, and we had um, Serendulu who who won it. Um, yeah, and, and he won the tournament sixty six to one again. It was a he had Casper uh, Ruud in the first round. We yeah. didn't think Ruud would we try him because he's done everything he needed for the year. And he was sort of playing the ATP Tour 50, 250. Yeah. I think when you bet tennis matches, you've got to look at the prize money. It's the most important thing in the world. You know, how motivated with a number one seed when they're playing ATP Tour 50s? And, you know, money motivates a lot of people to do a lot of things. And I think in tennis, in those tournaments, you will get 80 to 1 shots. You won't get them in majors. You won't get them in grandstands. But in those tournaments, you do, it does happen. You bring up a great point. And I want to go to the US Open in just a second. But your point on the small, the 250 level, until you get to the Masters 1000, Mike and I talk about this all the time. I will put in huge money line parlay favorites at the majors because those guys are playing because you win one match and you win more than you do in a 250 level tournament mm-hmm. and so the the favorites generally tend to come through in the first couple of rounds so many times there but uh want to go to the point you made you know uh some of these guys they they fight they're more competitive now we're looking towards the u.s open no joker um medvedev has not been uh medvedev since that two-set debacle down in uh, melbourne has not had a great year uh, Matteo Berrettini, surprisingly, has never been to a hardcourt final. Who do you like potentially in the U.S. Open? I thought Berrettini at 25-1 to 1 offered some value with his monster serve. I thought he's a guy you could take and maybe get off of a position later on. But I think right now on the men's side, it's wide open. Oh, absolutely. Tennis is wide open all the way. And the other thing about majors as well, you're very hard to beat the best players over five sets. Yep. That's the other key factor. Uh, and when you look at the other end of the, of the court and you're two sets of love up and you've got a Djokovic there or an Adele, you know how hard it is. Alcaraz is the... Uh, the, obviously, the uh, the one I you, you think could could capitalise it, but there's so much pressure on him. Yeah, I mean the pressure on this kid is unbelievable. Uh, Nadal continues to shock. Uh, Sitsipas has got every shot in the book, but mentally, is he good enough to win it? Zverev could be an interesting one. You know, he's had a lot of time off from injury. If he can come yeah. back, we have to win. And the one you would take out from Wimbledon was Sinner. I mean, I thought Sinner played exceptionally. Yeah. His match against Djokovic was probably the best game of the tournament. So he would, he would be interested. Berrettini is definitely the one. I mean, he was the money on him to win Wimbledon um, was was insane. He was yeah. a very very I think he was five to one second favorite. Yeah. And then he got hit by COVID, couldn't play. So he would be he would be there. But um, uh, yeah, it's it's wide open. I mean, I, I think that you Alcaraz at like at, at, at plus three fifty, he's definitely a, a future major winner. But uh, pressure at that age is on. Um, you look at these Kyrgios thirty five. Definitely interesting, but again, it's wide, it's wide open. And and, the, and, the, and even more so with the women's. I think Svantec has obviously been brilliant on clay. Outside clay, I think I think she's beatable. I, I agree with you completely. I said that to Mike. I said, Iga Sviatek is way too short at the U.S. Open. I think there's a, a plethora of people you can choose from on the women's side there. And to your point about the five sets, that's why I love the Joker and Nadal. It's a different ballgame. Sinner gets up two sets and Novak flips the switch. Sitsi Pass in the French Open a couple of years ago. Novak's down two sets. He's like, I beat Rafa. He goes, I'm not losing to this kid. And he comes back and wins three straight sets there. And you mentioned Rafa. I don't want to ignore him because Rafa this year, he hasn't lost in a Grand Slam. He had to withdraw due to injury, but he's 19-0 and so far this year in Grand Slams. Think about that. It's been unbelievable. Uh, I think I think um, that game he played when he, when he got withdrawn the game against Fritz, I think in sports betting, you can never really complain about your losses you know yeah. you, you 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 my body language never really changes much if i if i lose or i win i try to keep the same persona because i think that you've got to handle the the ups and the downs you can't right. you know you can't smash the place up and go crazy <laughs> you've got to you've got to be be you can control your emotions but I, I was on fritz to win the, the quarter i was on fritz to win wimbledon at 150 to one i bet him every round at 80s 100 i tell you what that was probably one of the most painful experiences i've had in betting for a long long time watching that fritz nadal game because if nadal had gone two sets to love up down in that game. Yeah, he would have quit, and he and and Fritz could have could have done it when it went one or he suddenly got the belief and thought I can beat this guy. And then to have the next game Nadal being pulling out, and essentially you would have you would have been the favourite to make the Wimbledon final. You would you would have been you you would have collected on your in your quarter section. Yeah. Uh, it was oh, it was there. You were literally counting the money. You didn't spend it, but you were counting it. And it, it was that was a real tough beat for me. I'm telling you. If you let's say you had bets on Fritz. To win thirty thousand, yep. paid out thirty thousand at long odds, right? Mm-hmm. And now he makes the final against Joker, and Joker is a four dollar favorite. How do you handle? How do you hedge to cover your bets in that spot, or you you let your bet go? Well, I was in a dream position because if he had won the semifinal, uh-huh. I had the the place part of the semifinal, so I had sixty six to one, and and he would have been favorite against Kyrgios. He would yeah. have been he would yeah. have been in a pick'em game. So I was in an absolutely 
dream position. Yeah. When If you're in a final and you're playing Novak Djokovic, you've got to do your hedging really before you, you get to the semi-finals. But so I was in a dream position and, and it never materialized. But that was really one of the toughest ones. I want to talk uh, about one match still to go today in Palermo in about an hour. Caroline Garcia, I call her the bionic woman, right? Did well. She won that tune-up to Wimbledon. And now on the clay here against Lucia Bronzetti. Garcia, 250 favorite today. Well, I wouldn't dare at 250. Okay. Your money, Mike. She's, to me, she, <laughs> me she, she's, she's got every shot in the book, the girl. If you watch the girl, she's very talented. But she hasn't, I don't think she's got it mentally to win women's games. And honestly, if, if, there's some scary rides on the strip down here in Las Vegas. Betting women's tennis at minus 250 is a much scarier ride than going on the on the New York roller coaster <laughs> or going on the top of the strats or the, the tower. Um, I wouldn't bet anybody at plus minus 250 in any any women's tennis match. How good is the lady that won Wimbledon, Rybakina? I mean, she was very impressive in that tournament. Um, you know, Jabour, the favorite, the final wins the first set. She comes back and is very dominant in the last two sets. Can she win the U.S. Open? And is 12 to one enough of a price? Well, the one thing about her, you wouldn't want to take her out on a date because she doesn't look very excited, does she? She's, she's, she's not going You can spend all your money on her and she's, she doesn't really get t- too excited about things. Um, that was another one. I was on Jaburb each way, so I thought we had it. Um, I, I, I don't know if she's, she's that good. I think everything fell for her. The weather at Wimbledon, that the final was hot, so her serve was going to be flying through the air. Everything fell in that position. Very similar to Raducanu at, at the US Open. Will she ever win a major again? I don't, I, don't, I don't think you'll ever see her win a major again. I really do. I think her head's turned. She's an attractive girl. Her head's been turned by the marketing money she's gone. And Ribikina could be another one who falls into that category. We've seen Sharap- um, many years ago Sharapova and players of that ilk. Um, I think everything fell in place for her. But the girl, there's a girl in the lower league, in the the girl, there's a, the best tennis young tennis player who I've seen. She's struggled with injury this year, but she really comes through in the Australian Open, and I, and I think she's going to win a major one. Towson, she she to me is the one. All right, when we come back, we'll turn the page to soccer with Nigel Seeley. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more UFC insight? Check out the First Strike podcast. Taped right after our show and released every Friday afternoon, VSIN host Dave Ross previews all of the biggest MMA, UFC, and boxing action of the weekend. Dave, along with expert fight handicappers, look at every car, uh, every fight on the card and handicap the biggest favorites and underdogs and their best bets of the weekends. Get the insider look to where the money is moving and how to evaluate each of the fighters before you place your bets. Download the First Strike podcast now at VSIN dot com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast while you're there catch up on every vsin show as well welcome back into odds on mike palm here with amal shaw nigel seeley from london joins us and we're going to switch our our focus to soccer right now uh, we just did a seminar on english premier league and the and the world cup and and soccer handicapping and i thought you had several nuggets from a betting perspective uh that we can condense into this segment here Golden Boot Award, most goals scored in the EPL. You like somebody that's at a longer price right now. Tell us about that. Yeah, I think um, the the main talking point and the main factor I was saying about the Premier League this season is the impact the World Cup is going to have. Uh, obviously, all the big teams are, are going to have a lot of players away at the World Cup, which I think we could see some strange results. I think we could see some some uh, strange performances before the World Cup with the players have the World Cup on their mind. They don't want to get injured. And I think when they come back, especially if they've gone far in the World Cup, they could be rather exhausted on, on playing in different conditions, which is going to be a, a, a bit of an unknown for them. So I, I feel that there's some te- teams that have got players at home that are going to benefit from it. And uh, the main play that I spoke about here was um, in the top goal scorer in the Premier League market. The market favourite is Haaland, and rightly so. He's the, he's the hottest property in world football, I believe, now for young talent. He's the best striker in the world. I think he, he's going to score goals. But will he play every single game for Manchester City? I think he'll be using against Liverpool. He'll be using against Tottenham. He'll be using it. But when you when you're going to want to be the top goal scorer, you want you want your centre forward playing when he's the, your three goal favourites at home to Bournemouth. I don't think he's a certainty to play in those games because I think he's primarily what he's been brought in is to win the Champions League. So I think there's question marks over that. I also think Liverpool will share the goals this season with the with the new signings they have there and not having Mane. Uh, to assist the goals is a big problem. So I'm looking at someone who's who's consistent in the Premier League. I want somebody who takes penalties and I want someone who's going to be at home, watching the game at home at full fitness rather than going to the World Cup. And the player that I like in that market ticks every box is Jamie Vardy, the Leicester, Leicester striker. Vardy's record 
in top goal scorer market in, in the Premier League is the most consistent out. You know, if you look at Harry Kane, Harry Kane's won it. He's come runner up. He's come third. Jamie Vardy's not far behind. You know, he was seventh last year in the market. He missed. He missed from January. He missed December to March. He came back, scored five goals in the last four games. He scored 17 goals last season, and he missed three months of the season. At 33, 40 to one, you can get a lot worse bets. Than that he's been. He's been a top goal scorer in the Premier League before. He's going to score a high percentage. He takes penalties. And I think at the odds, he's, 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 he's the one I like out of that market. You know, every time I bet a Leicester under, I lose either because Schmeichel is giving up some ridiculous goal <laughs> and or he's converting a penalty. I mean, Vardy, he seems to get a penalty shot every other game. Yeah. They draw so many penalties at Leicester. I want to push back on Holland, and I know our producer, Britton Hess, has had a crush on him for years, but... <laughs> Do we really know how good early Holland is playing in that Bundesliga? That's a league with no defense to me. And Dortmund plays such a wide-open style. When you go up against these Premier League teams, isn't it a different animal that he'll be dealing with? It is, it is. But you've only got looking from a, a physical aspect. I mean, the guy, the guy's a, a, a monster, isn't he? I mean, he, the size of him, how big he is, he's going to... He, He's going to, and he's only going to get better. He's going to get bigger. And he's a young man. Oh, he yeah. should be played for that Swedish young boys. Yeah, <laughs> but we're, we're, every team that he's played for, though, he, it plays a very offensive game. The problem for him, for me, for Manchester City, is I think, as we highlighted in, in, in the seminar here, he's been brought in for one purpose and one purpose only, to be the final piece in the jigsaw to win the Champions League. That's what he's been brought in. When they played Real Madrid... They missed, how many chances did they missed? The game should have been dead and buried. He missed something. He would have put three away. And they, and they were guilt-edged opportunities. I don't think he's going to play enough. And I think they're going to protect him. And I think the priority at the Etihad, and it has been for the last couple of seasons, is to win the Champions League. And you see, when they go out of the Champions League, their second focus, well, we've got to win the Premier League. We'll, we'll, we'll go for that. And I, I think that will be the concern with him. He, he, like a lot of players, he's not going to the World Cup either. So, you know, he's, he's going to be at home as well. But um, at three to one... And you, the other thing is the Premier League, however good you are as a player, and Haaland is an unbelievable talent, it takes time. It takes time to, to get used to the pace of the Premier League. It's a lot faster. The physicality. There isn't games as easy as the German Bundesliga. You know, you go away from home at uh, teams in the bottom half. It's a tough game. Uh, the crowd are a bit more ferocious on you. And, and I think he will come good, but at lines of three to one, no, 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 not for me. Tend to agree with you there. You mentioned the World Cup. I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I have no idea what the hell is going on in Italy, but that's another story. Who do you like potentially as teams that could end up lifting the trophy in Qatar? Well, I, I think Brazil, Brazil are a favourite for me on reputation yeah. rather than what we see on the pitch. I think when Neymar, you could be any. It could be a crisis at the camp <laughs> any given time. You know, he, I, don't, I can't. I can't imagine him being a, a team player. I think if, if things don't go well, he could be a a petulant child and throws toys out the frame. You've always got that sort of problem with, yeah. with Brazil. Um, they, they used to have poor goalkeepers. They've now got the best two goalkeepers in the Premier League, so that's a big plus for them. Uh, if I was given a free bet now on Circa where I'd be heading, I'd be heading straight towards Argentina at six and, and Spain at seven. Um, I was really impressed with the Spanish at the Euros. Yeah. They went in with no expectation. Nobody expected them to do anything. They didn't have a, an out-and-out goal scorer. They now have an out-and-out goal scorer. They've got some of the best young talent in European soccer. Real Madrid have just come on the back of winning a, a Champions League. I know why for chewing it, uh, but they've also got um, you know they've got players from other countries. But I think Spain at seven. If you give me a match bet, which team will go further, Spain and England? And you gave me they gave me minus one ten. Which one I'll have? I think Spain would be definitely the, the bet for me. The team that I think would shock, and we never really mentioned it. I, I, I think we're there, but I think um, you know before we said Croatia, and it's probably. Not the most, you know, a lot of people will probably got on to this. But I think Denmark are a very hard team to beat. Uh, I, I like them in the Euros and the whole competition changed for them when obviously that tragic incident yeah. with, with Ericsson. They were everyone's second favourite side. But I think that they are so difficult to beat. They've got a brilliant manager. They play a very tough way and they, and they know how to win. And, and, and I think Denmark at, at 28 to 1 would be the team that I would take out as a big price. But I, I think if I was given a free bet, Argentina and Spain would be my selections. How about Belgium? I think that I think they're they've had their chance. Yeah. England had their golden generation with Beckham and Skulls and all that, and they couldn't do anything. And I think the Belgium side uh, have got that that about them as well. But on a plus point about Belgium, no one's talking about them. Yeah. So they could they, they could go there thinking, well, then no one expects us to do anything, and we might put it all together. I think in De Bruyne. 
they've got for me the best player in the Premier League. I think he's a, I think he's a genius, Kevin De Bruyne. I think he's super. Best player in the Premier League. I think De Bruyne is yeah better you know, than Mo Salah. Better than Mo Salah. Better than Ronaldo. I think uh, consistently, you know, Mo Salah need, relies a lot on the service. He's pacey, but I think if you watch De Bruyne oh, from, yeah. from a technical point of view, I think he's absolutely superb, and, and I think he could be the star of the World Cup if Belgium are going to do it. I think Portugal, obviously, with Ronaldo, I think it's going to be probably a little bit too late for him in his career. Messi, the expectation's always on him. But uh, no no hype around Belgium. They, they could surprise, but I think they've had their chance. Two teams that have had great success that you didn't mention. France, still young and talented. Uh, Mbappe, Pogba. Uh, Germany, who's always generally done well at the World Cup, but they've kind of fallen by the wayside. Uh, by the way, is Thomas Mueller back for his 40th World Cup? I mean, it yeah. feels like the guy doesn't... I mean, how long is he going to be around? It'd be all right. It'd, it'd, be, it'd be okay. Um, Germany are always a popular uh, betting. I mean, whenever you do the book on a World Cup, Germany are always one of your... Wor- Germany and Brazil are one of your worst results. Ah. So, you, But I think at the lines, I think I'd be happy to take Germany on. Um, they've got a very good manager. Um, the players are coming into to it in, in form. I, 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 would, I would be happy, though, to take the odds on Germany. Uh, with regards to France, again, they're a little bit like Brazilians. I mean, the French side notoriously have problems in in the camp. It looks a little bit d- different, yeah, but the way they let everyone down, they were everyone's pick to win the Euros. Yeah. And 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 play up their their sec- their second eleven is better than half the teams on their first eleven. That's how their squad strength is in depth. But sometimes when you have that depth of talent and the players don't get in the side, it causes friction in the camp. I would I'd rather have a solid eleven. Or a solid 15, I pick my 11 from, who play week in and week out rather than keep changing it and, and having, oh, I'm better than him. And, and I think France is a, is, a, is, is, a, is a problem for that. Group B, England, yeah. Wales, US, Iran. Shouldn't we just ship it in on England minus 320 to win this group? <laughs> Second part of the question, and we only have a minute left, who else besides England advances? I wouldn't bet England at minus 320. I, I don't like no, betting anything no. at minus 320. I always think with England, whenever I bet England, I, I bet with my heart rather than my head. And uh, I've decided over the years not ever to bet England. I want them to win, but I don't like the betting on them. Uh, England will qualify, and they'll qualify with the USA. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, real quick, uh, your angle, first, first manager fired in the EPL. Yeah, first manager fired. I'm going to go with uh, Eddie Howe from Newcastle at 20 to 1 because there's a certain Mr. Pochettino out there who would love to take the job at Newcastle. He's got a lot of Saudi money to spend, and his assistant's going to be Nigel Seeley. <laughs> Nigel, how terrific it was having you here this week. Thanks for the seminar and enjoy the rest of your trip. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. When we come back, Amal and I with the rest of the baseball card. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. This weekend, root, root, root for your favorite Philadelphia and Chicago players with BetRivers Online Sportsbook. During this weekend's Philadelphia-Chicago series, bet on any player to hit a home run and get the stake back if the player records a hit. Place every Saturday $25 bet on a baseball game in the same game parlay to get a free $10 BetRivers bet. Visit BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers Online Sportsbook app or for all the latest baseball odds, promotions, and boost. Hit a home run with the BetRivers this weekend. It's a whole new game. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with the ball. Shaw, much thanks to Nigel Seeley for spending a half hour with us talking tennis and golf. Let's get back to the Major League Baseball slate them all. Might be able to get to every game uh, today. Uh, we left off with the Angels, Braves, Yankees. Uh, went to Houston for a day, lost two games. And now Jamison Tyon will be at Camden Yards against the Orioles, who find themselves at 500 at the All-Star yeah. break. Not out of the wild card race yet. Correct. Uh, will they be buyers or sellers? Hard to say. Uh, Wells has been the best pitcher for the Orioles. He takes the mound tonight. Yankees, a dollar sixty, sixty-five road favorite with a total of nine of all. Yeah, uh, bounce back spot. This total uh, come down has come down to eight and a half here now at DraftKings. Um, you know, Mike, the way the Orioles are playing, this would have been a line of three dollars about two months ago, or maybe five, six weeks ago. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit of change there. But I like Tyone here just based simply on the price, a little bit cheaper. Wells has been effective though for this team. Like his whip comes in at one point oh eight. Not bad, but overall, uh, Tyone with a 10-2 and two record. Uh, Cubs are at the Phillies. Steele against Kyle Gibson. I know Kyle Gibson's not on your Christmas card list. You're not the biggest fan of Kyle Gibson. Uh, and he at home here. This is, this line seems cheap to me, too. I, I love Gibby tonight. How can this be How, I have no idea. Steele can't pitch away from Wrigley. Do the Cubs even realize they're pitching it? They're not at home tonight? I, I don't even know. Will they show up? <laughs> A dollar, a dollar thirty on Gibson here. A mall total of nine. So you're you're going to play Gibson at this yeah, price if you can I, still get it. I just think that when you look at this Cubs team, thirty-five wins, fifty-seven losses, just not a particularly strong team. They're the worst team in the center. Dollar thirty-five right now at DraftKings. Seventeen, uh, seventeen wins, twenty-five losses on the road. One and nine in their last ten games. But again, that time frame between the now and the All Star break doesn't matter. For they were you. ten games up on Cincinnati in the first month. They will finish last in the division. If you bet the exact five and you bet Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, and all that ain't going to happen. Cubs aren't finishing third. By the way, these guys have given up too many homers and not hit enough. I mean, they're twentieth in terms of team pitching in terms of home runs allowed. All right, every week the Cardinals play the Reds again, and then they're playing in <laughs> Cincinnati to start the second half. The ageless wonder Adam Wainwright against Ashcraft, who's been decent in, in his rookie season. Wainwright and the Cardinals, a dollar fifty road favorites them all, and a total at the small park of ten. Ninety nine degrees for this game. Ball should carry. Um, this is an interesting one. You see, you mentioned Oof. that 10 total there. Uh, I don't like this game, but I will say this. If you're going to play either side in this game, whether it's the Redbirds or the car or, or the car, excuse me, whether St. Louis or the Reds, um, I would take a look at the run line on either team, reverse run line with the Reds and, uh, Cardinals, same thing. Uh, Rockies are at the Brewers. Senzatella, nice for the Brewers that it lines up. Burns can pitch again here. Brewers 265. Total of seven and a half. I know you're not like to lay these numbers, but Steve Mackinnon yeah. had a stat. Division leaders who lost their last two games going to the All-Star break, I think this is what, I'm pretty sure this was the tweet, are 17-1 and one in the first game back after the All-Star break. Some some ludicrous stat <laughs> like that. Of course, you get birds and you got to lay 285, even $1.30 on the run line here, Mo. Yeah, I don't like the one and a half yeah. minus one thirty uh, minus minus here with the with the Brewers. But uh, Mike, to me, when you look at it, uh, this is a good opportunity. You got Burnsy on the mound here. Colorado generally struggles. Uh, you get them away from the rock pile. Uh, just fifteen wins in uh, forty two appearances on the road so far this year. Uh, I think it is Milwaukee that wins this game, but too too high of a number. Tigers and A's played a doubleheader in Oakland yesterday. A's get to stay home. And they welcome the Rangers, who make the short flight from Miami. That was a strange game yesterday. It really was. And then they're playing a single-day doubleheader later on this year. 
Uh, John Gray was good yesterday. I give you that. You, you, you've been higher on him than I have. Howard goes for the Rangers tonight against Cole Irvin. You surprised here that the Rangers are a road favorite of a dollar fifteen total seven and a half. I'm not surprised by either the the number of the total. I know your point with Spencer Howard being on the mound. This is not a guy that's going to be long in yeah. the game. I mean, he's really struggled from a number standpoint, but he's gotten better over his last couple of starts. Um, just four four games so far this year. But uh, to me, Mike, when I look at it, um, Cole Irvin, I, I like him. I, I, he's a guy that I would uh, potentially look at here on this price. Okay, the Marlins, who were home for that single game against the Rangers yesterday, uh, go to Pittsburgh to take on the Pirates. Garrett will be on the hill uh, for the Marlins. Brad Garrett against Zach Thompson. Marlins, $1.30 road favorite here, Amal, with a total of 8.5. Yeah, completely staying away from this game. Don't like either side in this one. Going to just completely pass on this one. Tampa Bay Rays are in Kansas City to take on the Royals uh, to open the second half of the season. The Rays will throw Erasmussen against big, bad Brad Keller. Rays $1.35 on the road. Total is nine. So this is one of the two plays I made in the overnight. I took Tampa. I couldn't believe the one one ten pick and price last night. Oh, okay. Uh, I said, are you kidding me? Rasmussen against yeah. Big Bad Brad? It's now $1.35, so you got the line move right. Yeah, I mean... Hey, listen, I got to still win the game. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you no, know, no, I, I that appreciate that. line value. That's good. You can't eat it, but you got some. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just thought that Tampa against Kansas City, Rasmussen's been very good. Nobody's talking about it because of how dominant McClanahan's been. Um, you know, I, I, Mike, to me, this Kansas City team, you, know, you look at the young kid, Witt, he's, he's starting to come around a little bit, but uh, Merrifield's had a struggle of a year. They just don't have much offense. The uh, last game that we haven't talked about is the Washington Nationals, who won't charter flights for Juan Soto. First of all, they shouldn't have. Michael Lombardi said it right. Why didn't he get his own flight? No, first of all, it's part of the uh, CBA. He gets a first-class ticket. So you got to get get on an airline. It's a big deal. If not, he's making $17 million a year. Charter the flight yourself. A battle of aces, I guess, here. Uh, I don't know who you could could argue for Arizona Gallon. uh, with his stuff, but Pat Corbin will start out the second half for the Nats in Phoenix against Gallon. Uh, the Diamondbacks, a rare dollar sixty favorite against <laughs> anyone anywhere, a dollar sixty uh, with a total of eight and a half of all. I know you like Gall- Gallon probably a little bit more than I do. I, I like, like Merrill Kelly no, best, oh, yeah, and then yeah. I like Gallon. I would. Agree, but I like yeah, both you, those pitchers. I, I would agree with you on Merrill Kelly definitely being their best pitcher. Mike, I, I'm looking at the uh, Diamondbacks here run line. Uh, Corbin has just been horrific. Plus one thirty. Yeah, I mean in that ballpark, hitter friendly. The one thing is though, the Diamondbacks can be inconsistent in terms of scoring. That's where the concern comes in. Corbin was a nice pitcher when he was their three pitcher. Right? When he had Strasburg and Scherzer. I, I think you bring up a great point. It changes the dynamic when you go from, it's like we talk about in college basketball, right? Going from that second seat to the first seat from assistant to head coach, it changes, and I think that's the situation here. Uh, Soto apparently wants to go play for the Mets. Does that deal happen in division? I, I don't know if we talked about this here or was on another show. I said, Not with me. We okay, Juan Soto, I said, going to the Mets changes the whole dynamic. I said, I would put yeah. the Mets right there to win that uh, on par with the Dodgers because I still like their pitching. Really? With the Metropolitans. Yeah, because Pete Alonso becomes better and Frankie Lindor becomes better. And I'll tell you what, I like Escobar a lot more than other people do. Him at the bottom of the lineup, I think this team could be dangerous. Juan Soto more impactful to who wins a pennant than Luis Castillo? In my opinion, yes. Yeah. Uh, but again, Castillo, depending on who goes to the right team, let's say Houston lands Castillo. Good night, Irene. I, I still can't believe the Yankees are the favorite. Those guys, Houston has ownership on that team. Yeah, they certainly do in the regular season. I, I think they're going to win the American League once again. Okay, F- question going out here. There are 10 NFL coaches starting new jobs this season. Um, and I'm going to run through them quickly. Todd Bowles with the Bucks, Nathaniel Hackett with the Broncos, Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings, Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins, Josh McDaniels here in Las Vegas with the Raiders, Dennis Allen with the Saints, Brian Dobble with the Giants, Doug Peterson with the Jaguars, Matt Eberflus with the Bears, and Lovey Smith with the Texans, which coach of all do you think performs highest above expectations? Obviously, Bowles and the Bucks and Hackett and the Broncos uh, have the highest expectations at 11.5 and, and 10 for season win totals. I'm going to go with the one you're probably not going to think of that I'm going to say, and I'm going to go with Dennis Allen of the Saints because if the quarterback play is consistent there, I think this team's got a chance to be dangerous. Now, one concern I do have is Alvin Kamara. Is he going to be suspended? If so, how long? 
Um, you know, I like Brian Dayball, but come on, the Giants, are they winning seven, eight games? I don't, I don't think, think they're think so. there. Yeah, I, don't, I don't either. I don't think that Daniel Jones is the answer, and I don't I, think they're relevant until they get a different quarterback. I would agree with you there. Um, you know, Bowles, I, I would normally pick him, but I think Tampa is going to win 10 to 11, 12 games, so it's is, right is, at expectation. Is Dougie Fresh, Doug Peterson, walking into a good situation in Jacksonville? I don't think it's as bad as it would seem on the surface when you take over for the debacle that Urban left. Well, that's why I think I think he gets a little bit of a honeymoon period because it can't be worse. Yeah. He's got to right the ship. They got talent there. They're a young team. They're you know, I'm not saying they're there, and I'm not saying they're the, the win total six and a half. What do you think? Uh I think seven's an optimistic number. Yeah. Even with that, division. would you lay one thirty under six and a half? I would if you're playing it, you got to go under. I couldn't go over. Thanks for tuning in this week. Thanks to Britton Hess, an amazing week of guests. Oh, one of our best of all time. When there's no sports going on, we get serious. Stay <laughs> tuned. Up next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.